the royal game, the game of kings, chess. It's a game of tactics and observation, and over 10,000 hours of play are required to reach the ultimate title of Grandmaster. So when a group of underdog teams gain traction in the competitive high school chess world, people are stunned. This is the true story of the 1998 Miami Jackson High School chess team. Welcome to the podcast where two best friends tell one true story. My name is Zach. And I'm Madison. <laughs> and this is based biased or VS. BBs. I'm sorry. It's Maddie. It's me. It's Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if they were like, we have a new, we have a new host. No, I was just trying something. Okay. Can we move on? <laughs> we have to keep it fresh we have to keep it new yeah yeah you had me immediately critical thinking in this episode <laughs> oh did i you, you to and keep i me are on my toes you and i are critical thinkers for sure you would call us critical thinkers yeah i um as i said <laughs> yeah i questioned it as i said it i questioned it I don't know if I would call myself a critical thinker. I'm I would say I'm a problem solver, but critical thinking, okay. especially in this aspect that we're talking today, <laughs> does not resonate with me. Well, okay. That's you, fair. What's your what's your feelings on chess? We're talking so about I've chess been, today, people. We are talking about chess today. I said it kind of weird. We're talking about <laughs> chess today. And I have never played it successfully. Uh, (laughs) Meaning that you've lost? I think I've never known what was happening. I think I played it like fancy checkers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's one part in this movie where someone keeps calling it checkers and one of the characters beats him up and he goes, it's fucking chess. So... Oh. Don't get it so confused, get, Madison. <laughs> I get my butt kicked. Oh my yeah, god! I might have to beat you up. Well, what's your relationship to chess? Because you seemed shocked that I ne- didn't really know it was happening. <laughs> I don't really know why, but at some point in my life, I learned chess, and I've always <laughs> known how to play it. And it shocks me when anyone doesn't understand it or know what's going on. Why don't you teach me? You're the best friend in my life. You're supposed to teach me things. Well, okay. Ask me next time, won't you? And I will. Well, Do you I have a board? Had an interest, okay. <laughs> I had a Harry Potter inspired oh, chess board God. that had all the pieces. Yep, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Okay, should we get into it? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Critical thinking is the movie that we watched today, and yes, it is all about chess. Basically, yes. the entire movie is either chess or, as I talked about just a second ago, violence. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, Critical Thinking is the chess-inspired, inspirational, true movie based on the students of Mario Martinez. Yes. The film was scheduled to be released in theaters in March of 2020. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so yeah that didn't happen yeah. no ma'am and then yeah. it was just later released straight onto streaming in or on september 4th of the same year okay took some time to get there but <laughs> our cast features john laguzama as our miami-based teacher mario martinez yeah corwin tuggles as Cedric Roundtree, 
Mm. Jorge Leninborg Jr. as Ido Paniagua. Okay. Angel Bismarck Curiel, who you might know as Lil Poppy <laughs> from Pose. <laughs> did you yes. ever watch Pose? I did watch some Pose. Okay. Um, he plays Rodale Medina, also mm. known as Roddy. Oh, great. Um, Will Hawkman as Gil Luna and Jeffrey Batista as Marcel Martinez. Okay. All names we have check t- out. Yeah, that's our our chess team, so I just had to list them all. It's a lot of people, but they're each kind of all have their shining moments in the film. Ooh. Especially our main man today, John Leguizama, who's really an entertainment industry legend. Yeah. I know this face. I know this man. Yes. You do know this man. I know this man. I'm glad you said that. So, in his decades-long career, Leguizama has appeared in over 100 films. Claps, applause, cheers. That is astounding. Also, produced over 20 films and documentaries. He's versatile. Yes, he's been cast in over 30 TV shows. And he's written and performed on Broadway in multiple shows. What? wall he's a big stage person that's where he was acting before he got famous was in new york city on stage i thought i knew this man i am shocked by this man yeah yeah uh he gained most of his initial fame from the 1993 super mario brothers film oh did you ever see that or hear of that no i I wasn't a super mario girl child Okay. Um, no, this is not the Chris Pratt one. This is the original one, and it's live action. Like, oh, they're just in Mario costumes. Okay. Well, not him, because he plays Luigi. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Before that, though, uh, Leguizama was a working actor in New York City, performing in comedy and improv shows and appearing in off-Broadway theater productions. Okay. One notably that he um, got... Some, I couldn't, I didn't write it down. Some award in New York City for performing, but not the Tonys, um, as Puck in Midsummer at the Hmm. Public Theater. Okay. After breaking into the film industry, John Leguizamo's credits do not stop rolling in. So it's a hundred films. I'm not going to list them all. No, we don't have time. But most notably in film history, and then also most notably for us, are... To Wong Fu, mm-hmm. which he earned a Golden Globe for. Wow. Wrong, 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 wrong. He take earned a nomination for a Golden Globe. Wow. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, he was also cast as Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet, the Leonardo mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah. Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> okay. Our inaugural episode, Moulin Rouge. Yes. He plays the like tiny guy. Oh. Do you remember him? The one that I was like, his legs are messed up from inbreeding. Mm-hmm. And, and he wasn't accidents. actually like dwarfism. He was oh. just like had fucked legs. Yeah, and he that broke them. And yeah. in the movie, he does the whole movie on his knees. <laughs> oh. But it looks oh, like his legs. <laughs> oh, John. And... Of course, he created one of the most iconic voices for animated films that went on to breed an entire franchise. Do you know the voice? Oh, my God. No, I have so much pressure on me. (laughs) No. Sid the Sloth. (gasps) In all of the Ice Age movies. Do you know how many times (laughs) I've been freaking compared? (laughs) <laughs> oh, that is to not a good comparison, slow. Maddie. I know. I know. <laughs> In looks. Uh, what does his voice sound like again? It has something like this. Does it talk like this? But I just talk harder to That's Stitch. That's Stitch. Who's Stitch? Oh. No. The alien. I know. He also voices... Let's go back to his credits. He also voices Bruno in... Um, Encanto. Let's not talk about Bruno. 
we don't talk about. He's in all of the John Wick movies. Oh. And we're not even going to go into the TV credits past that. Okay. Because that's, that's enough for us. Award side, he's been nominated for four Emmys, winning one of them. He okay. was nominated for a Golden Globe for Tu Wong Fu mm-hmm. and a Screen Actors Guild Award for Moulin Rouge. All right. He's been nominated for four Tony Awards for the plays Freak, Sexaholics, oh. and Latin History for Morons, which was a play that he wrote and was nominated oh. for Best Play in 2018. Quite the titles on those plays. Yes, yes, yes. Um, while he did not win for his play, he was also awarded a special Tony Award that year for a lifetime achievement in theater. Oh, love it. Most recently in 2020, Laguzama checked another thing off his entertainment industry bingo card, directing a full-length movie. Hey. This one. I didn't know that. Oh, you did? Yep. He's the director and he stars in it, which is a weird, I don't know how you do that, but I like the movie, so it works. Yeah. Yeah. So now the beautiful thing here is John Leguizamo used his career, this iconic career, to forge a path for more Latino performers to follow after him. Mm. Since the early 2000s, Leguizamo has been outspoken on Latinx representation in media. He co-founded NGL, which stands for Next Generation Latinx, which is a collective advocating for the creation of content for Latinx performers. In 2022, he was outspoken about the Hollywood whitewashing of casting, specifically Mm. about the new Super Mario Brothers movie, Mm -hmm. where both of the main characters are now voiced by white men. In an interview with TMZ, Legazama said, quote, I will not be watching. They could have included a Latin character like I was groundbreaking and then they stopped the groundbreaking. They messed up the inclusion. They disincluded. Just cast some Latin folk. We're 20% of the population, the largest people of color group, and we're underrepresented. Mm. End quote. So it's not even like a specifically latin part but right. he's just saying like i was in this in the 90s and now we're back to two white men so right <laughs> they've really just dis included yeah um so that's all the film facts that i have for us today and about this epic man mm-hmm. in general the movie really gave me stand and deliver vibes did it with just like a teacher that's not going to give up on their students no sure. matter what other people yeah. have told them all their lives. But I do have for us, of course, my secret favorite part of the episode every time, a review. A review. Yes, I do. Review for you. And today's review is from three years ago. So oh. close to when it premiered. All right. Fresh. Ken... La Kier. All right. Give it to us, Ken. <laughs> he says, Good movie, but I'm in it, so I have to like it, right? Seriously, it's so good. Good writing, direction, and acting, for the most part. Kudos to John Leguizamo for a good pick. End of review. He's in it? But, uh, Four stars. I searched. I went through <sighs> casting. I went through uh, the whole list. And Ken Lakir, I could not find. I'll just say <sighs> in my investigative techniques, I could not find. So yeah, he, he could be an extra. He could be in one scene of the film. But I could not find him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't... So, Ken Lakir may or may not be in this film. I'm. I can't confirm or deny that fact. Yeah. But. Did you see? Did you see Ken Lakir in your research? No. Oh. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. He's just not an actor sure. nor a real person. <laughs> oh, I also have one more film fact that I didn't know yes. where to put in. 
The okay. film was shot in 20 days. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> well, it's shocking to me because I do know that this they started working on this film a very long time ago. Um, I know the filming was at least in 2018. The filming was, but I think like just the process of the film in general, I think mm-hmm. took a very long time. So it's shocking to me that. It they just got me. it over with quick. Like, all right, 20 days. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for those wonderful film facts. You're Zachary. welcome. Whoa. Ma'am. Full named you. Didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> um. Whatever. I wish my full name was Zachariah, but we won't get into it. Yeah. We won't, but we could some other <laughs> but time. But we won't. <laughs> okay. It sure is chilly here in the Midwest, so pack your bags and don't forget your sunnies because we're <laughs> oh going gosh. to the Sunshine State, Florida. <laughs> the hometown of the Dolphins and Maya Amanla Page. <laughs> <laughs> flipping queen of Miami. The braces queen of Miami. The bra- you can't. We're not talking about football or drag queens today. Okay. We're talking about something with far less physical movement. Chess. Chess. Movement of the mind. Movement of the mind. In some cases, literally. Okay. Don't worry. We'll talk about it. So, <laughs> for those who don't know, the goal of chess is to capture your opponent's chess pieces and ultimately overtake or checkmate their king. Mm-hmm. but they're trying to do the same to you. So it's a game of strategy that requires defense and offense at the same time. And that's a mm-hmm. really hard concept for me <laughs> to understand, which is probably why I never played it. And also each piece is a different shape and it moves in a different way. So we're going to test your knowledge, Decker. Okay. About chess. I'm going to how much it. you know. By solving a series of riddles. <laughs> what? Okay. okay. You're really making me critical thinking. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah. I'm small and I'm round. I'm on the front line. There's eight of me for now. <laughs> With the king, I'd never dine. Who am I? <laughs> a pawn. Yeah. You didn't even need the extra hint. Good job. I love how easy I how easily I can impress you. I love it. You make me feel so smart. You are so smart. Do you know how a pawn moves? Yeah. Can you tell us? I can. So if it's on the front line, like yeah. like in the riddle, it can yeah. move two spaces forward. Correct. Yeah. But other than that, just one space forward yeah. and it Correct. can only attack on a forward diagonal. Yes. And if a pawn gets to the other side, it turns into a queen. Okay, I didn't know that. So, wow. Mm-hmm. I would have put that <laughs> in the riddle queen. somehow. If I could. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you ready for the next riddle? I am. I'm having so okay. much fun. <laughs> Great. Me too. I'm tall and I'm sleek with a hint of curvy. I'm free mm. in a way that makes some nervy. Who, what am I? That's got to be Bishop. Yes! <laughs> it is. And how does a bishop move? Bishops move on diagonal. Yeah. Forward or backwards. Mm-hmm. As many ways as they want. Mm-hmm. As many spaces, as long as there's not something in its way. Yeah. It's not restricted like the pawn. <laughs> okay, next. <clears throat> I'm on the outside and strong like a castle. If you move me too far, I'll get captured. What a hassle. What am I? <laughs> Did you write these? Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I came up with a, these on my own. A rook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes, I love it. Uh, and it moves. It moves um not side to side or well yeah side to side not yes. on a diagonal correct like a cross yeah 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 vertical or horizontal okay this is my favorite one is coming up are you ready okay yeah i'm powerful yes and beautiful check 
My crown's bigger than yours. It would break your neck. You know who <laughs> I am. Is it the queen? Yeah. Okay. It's the queen. Yeah, the most powerful piece. Yeah. Why? She can move wh- wherever she wants. Yeah. She's like a rook and a bishop combined. Yeah. Yeah. Movement-wise. Either diagonal or side to side. Yeah. Okay, wait. I, I forgot I do like the next one, even though it's not my greatest rhyme. So just... Okay. Okay. I leap and I lunge in a manner quite unique. There's one for the queen and one for the king. Well, that's got to be a night, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I loved the rhyme. I don't know why you had anything bad to say about it. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And And knights move in an L shape. Yeah. Forward three, sideways one. Yeah, and it can jump over pieces. And it can jump over pieces, yep. That's shocking for me. Okay. I'm slow and steady and cannot be taken. A royal I may be, but I won't be shaken. Who am I? The king. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> this slow little mother, mother effer, he moves one square yep. in one direction. One. That's all he got. Yeah, that's all he's got. Which is so iconic of chess. It's like your most, the piece that means everything is one of the weakest. Is, yeah, I love it. When I learned that the queen was the most powerful, I was like, obviously. Yeah. The obviously. Queen, queen's where it's at. Yeah. Okay, you made it through the riddles and I have to say, I am so impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I loved them. I thought you had gotten them from like, some weird BuzzFeed riddle article or something. No, I just made them up myself. I love it. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. I wanted to make you critically think, but turns out I was the one critically thinking because I knew nothing about chess. Did you learn to think so? Yes. <laughs> I think I could probably play. Yeah. We should definitely play. Yeah. Sometime. We can yeah. get a chess app and then you like play back and forth. Oh, Yeah. You're you have a higher ranking than I already know it. <laughs> um also, do you know the three main types of chess game lengths? Mm-mm. Okay, bullet, blitz, and rapid. <gasps> Never heard of that. Each one is like a different amount of time that a chess game mm. can last. So which one do you think is ten minutes or longer? What are the options? Blitz, bullet, rapid. 10 minutes or longer mm-hmm. rapid yeah <gasps> yes good job okay and then which do you think is three minutes or less three yeah um blitz bullet bullet okay. shocking to me blitz sounds faster to me for some reason even though i get bullet is probably the fastest because yeah. bullet out of a gun is like yeah, but I do get blitz. Blitz is kind of yeah. just like frenzy, go for it. What is it? Under yeah. a minute? Three minutes or less. But there are games that are like min- like a super blitz is like a minute or less. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so what was bullet? Three? Bullet is is three minutes or less. So then like a, what's or blitz? like three to one. Mm. Blitz blitz for some reason is like you could say a super blitz is su- like faster, but Blitz is the one mm. that's three minutes to ten minutes. Oh. I know. I was confused by that. But Weird. that's what chess.com told me. So take it up. I, I believe it. <laughs> the sources for my information today are chess.com, um, as well as a couple other articles I was able to find um, from the 1998 chess tournament mm. yeah. circuit didn't know that was a thing did you have a high school chess team i don't i don't think so you know i yeah i also don't know that was that was far from me (laughs) well right i was also shocked but then when i was doing my research schools like that were in like the top numbers like there were schools that i grew up very close to i was like (gasps) 
I know people that went to that high school. You were in the national championships for chess? For chess? Maybe we did. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's a bigger thing than you or I maybe realized in high school. And elementary. There's elementary championships too. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) The way I would get so beaten by an elementary kid. Absolutely. The place I work at has chess championships held there sometimes for kids Mm. and it's intense maybe i should sign up well okay (laughs) i'm four all right yeah with that full stash look at my my luscious mullet and my thick thick mustache i'm four i'm four i just grow fast you are over six foot okay let's (laughs) (laughs) let's go back to miami and the people we're going to talk about today so mario martinez is a man you mentioned Mm -hmm. he is a social studies teacher at miami jackson high school and in 1992 he started teaching a extracurricular chess class or like chess yeah class what Mm -hmm. else would you call it club it was called critical thinking class it was called critical thinking class Mm -hmm. yeah and they just played chess okay great so during the 90s miami jackson had a graduation rate of 48 percent and only six percent of 10th graders could read at their grade level Mm. so being the teacher by nature that he is mario wanted to give the students more of a way to control their academic lives And he knew the best way to do that was through critical thinking and through chess. Mm -hmm. After many years of pleading with the administration, he got a chess class going at Miami Jackson. And within six short years, it was gaining a lot of traction. So they won the state championships in 1996. And they had a fourth place finish at nationals in 1997. So. They were like already kind of making a name for themselves before 1998. Okay. And in 1996, one of the team members that won the state championships ended up going to college and was earning money by giving chess lessons for like $30 an hour. So there's mm. this mindset that if we do this and we're successful, we're going to be able to make a living for ourselves. Yeah. Chess changes lives. <laughs> yeah. They called it in the movie, The Great Equalizer. Mm, that no matter like what your history is how rich or poor you are it's all the same game and that's kind of what i learned when i was looking up like the history of chess it started Mm -hmm. most places i found say it started in india um Mm -hmm. and like i think either the 15 or 1600s and it started as like one type of game with different character pieces with like an elephant and a foot soldier and some other specific shapes and then as people migrate and move it evolved into the game that people now know it today as Mm. with chess so um yeah it's the great equalizer everyone can play it no matter your financial status yeah yeah so in this year now Mr. Martinez already has a solid group of students with impressive skills, all people you've mentioned. So we've got Roddy, I think is what you called him. Mm-hmm. Roddy Medina, uh, Gilberto, I think you call Gil, Luna, mm-hmm. Cedric Roundtree, and Guillermo Rios. Those are the four that they mentioned specifically. I think, was there okay. another man person you um, mentioned? There was Marcel Martinez who joins yes. later. Okay, okay. So yeah. In December of 1997, 17-year-old Marcel Martinez arrives from Cuba as Mm -hmm. a master. Yeah. So a master in chess means that you have over 200 and... Where I have it? Oh, uh, he has a rating of 2,275. So um, that qualifies him as a master, and he's the only one in the state of Florida. Wow. Yeah. Which he just yeah, they got kept to. saying his ranking was that 2000. I didn't know what that meant, but they find him on. I don't really know what it was, but it was the chess boards that you see like outside. And there yeah. was all of these like men around like betting on the chess games. And mm. that's what some of these kids would do sometimes to just like make easy money. And then one time they go there and they meet 
Marcel, who then Mm -hmm. beats all of them, takes all of their money. And they're like, we need to get this guy on the team, even though they couldn't speak to him because he was he couldn't speak any English. Correct. They could still play this game. Yes. Yeah. And when he did learn English, it didn't actually take him very long. Mm. He he is someone who was like was speaking Spanish and English and French multiple languages, which I'm not surprised when you have a brain that allows you to be a master at chess also. Yeah. Maybe something like critical thinking. Thinking. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So Roddy refers to the five of them as the dream team. And when Mm. Marcel got there, it made them complete. Mm -hmm. The number of your rating is determined by a point system that compares your record versus opponent's records and awards points based on the gap between you and your chess partner. So like if someone with a lower rating beats Marcel, they would get more points added to their score Mm -hmm. than if Marcel were to beat them. Yeah, that it is confusing. I understand it more in the terms of I watch a lot of like (laughs) competitive online video gaming and that ranking system is similar where it's like if you Mm. beat someone that's ranked way higher than you, your score is going to pop way up. Sure. But once you're way up, it's hard to get your score higher and higher. You just have to Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. So his score means he consistently beats people or he's beaten people that are much better than him. Correct. And he's been playing since he was like seven or eight. So at this point yeah. in his life, we're going on almost 10 years of playing chess. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They call him the El Duke of chess after Cuban baseball pitcher Orlando Hernandez because he is, <laughs> which means like the Duke of chess. He's just like mm. the person you want to be. And yeah. he plays chess in a way that makes me never want to play checkers again like I'm embarrassed because he plays chess without looking without touching a singular piece you know you said checkers he plays chess yeah I said checkers about me I never want to play even checkers because this man is so good at chess I'm embarrassed to even play checkers okay he did comparing the two play chess without looking in the movie and they did not really explain what was going on yeah yeah, okay. Well, he plays it without looking, without touching anything, and against two people at the same time. Is that in the movie? Okay, in the movie, they did it against four people. Well, and they okay. were all in a row, and his back was turned, uh, and then he would just be like, <laughs> E4, E7, yes. E6, E9, mm-hmm. and then just going down the line, and then yep. the next round, he would be like, say a new mode, and then check, check, checkmate, and then he just beat all four of them without looking. Okay, so yeah, that probably did happen at some point with four, but what I have specific information yeah. on is two. So it's Coach two. Mario calls this Alessiega uh, or blind chess. And he he says he can do it just from years and years of practice and studying because he calls out his moves against his opponents and memorizes the board in his head. Mm-hmm. So over 35 minutes, Marcel makes 28 moves on one board and 31 moves on the other both leading him to victory. And he can also recite the final placements of every piece on the board, his and his opponents. Wow. I can barely remember what I went into a new room for. (laughs) 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 So true. Or like when I go, when I go on my phone, I'm like, Oh, go to Google. You were about to search something important. What? Anytime I open my phone. What was I about to Google? Yeah. Like, how does uh-huh. he how can he picture an entire chessboard in his head an entire game where every piece is not only one game but two separate Multiple games Multiple games yeah never looking at the board with his eyes that's crazy i'm trying to do it right now but i can't <laughs> i'm I trying can't. to picture I don't a chessboard know how many squares are on a board it's getting bigger 64. every time i try to picture <laughs> decker you they told us, no they told us in the oh, movie he okay. said it in the movie right. he was like okay. 64 squares half white half black today we're gonna learn how to win our war or something like that did anyone have a preference for what color they started with or is that not a thing you get to choose they didn't really talk about preferences or if they got to choose them in the competition Mm. they did address they went to the basics of chess in one scene and they were like 
64 squares. That was that scene. And then he says, half white, half black. The white team gets to move first. I wonder who made up that rule or something like that. Sure. And that's the only thing they really address about that. But I don't got know it. if they got assigned which side. Hmm. Interesting. Well, and then did they like show any, like did the boys care about Marcel showing up? It seemed like they, like from the research I found, they all seemed very like, great, we're the best team ever now. We're yeah, happy to have they, you. They were very happy to have him because what they were playing was team chess yes. and not individual ranked chess. So right. I feel like they would have cared more if it was individual and he was sure. going to mess up their rankings. But mm. the fact that he was on their team meant their team was going to do better. Great. Love that. So Mario has the strongest chess team he's ever had at Miami Jackson. Things are mm-hmm. looking good. But every movie needs an antagonist. And ours is coming in two forms. The first is Julia Masterman High School from Philadelphia, PA. Whoa. Did you hear that name at all? No. Oh, okay. They're the back they're the back to back current reigning champs of the US National High School Chess Championship. Mm. So two years in a row they've won the team. Okay. Chess. And they plan on doing it again. But our other antagonist is Harutyun Akapyun. Yeah. The number two ranked player. 2,374 and the 1997 defending high school champion as well as former national elementary and junior high champion <clears throat> from Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. All his life just playing chess. All his life. He was yeah. definitely in the movie too. Okay. Well, the difference, it's good that I just brought that up. The difference was he, that chess player, what was his name? It was a difficult name. I'm sorry okay. to make you say it again. Harutyun Akapian. Yeah. Yeah. What you said. Harutyun Akapian. He was playing yeah. individual raked. Yes. So it didn't really matter until the right. end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> until the end. Until the when end. When things get turned on their head. Yeah. I'm going to start talking about round five. So I don't know if anything happened in round one through four that's worth bringing up, but. Well, it is good to bring up the rounds because the way that it kind of worked is there everyone's playing chess all at the same time. Yeah. And then in the game, if you win, you get one point. Right. If you lose, you get zero points. But if there's a draw, you yeah. get half a point each. Uh-huh. So a big plot of the movie was don't forget, we're playing team chess. If at any point you don't think you can win, offer a draw because it gives us half a point and only mm. confidence is going to win us. If you're not confident, give us a draw. So a lot of the boys had issues with like their ego mm. and being like, I can still win this game and sure. then getting zero points and not He's giving the team half a point. So that was kind of a big thing with the rounds is like, be honest with yourself. Can you win or can't you? If you can't, do yeah. a draw. I was wondering where the half a points came from. Mm-hmm. So and like, often the half a points were what got them the win. Yes. At, yeah. Like I think at state, it was the only reason they won was because Ito did two draws instead of trying to win his games. And because mm-hmm. of those two half points, they won by one point at state, at least in the movie. Sure. I believe it. That's where the big protagonist in my movie comes from, who I can understand if they're not real. The school was called Pinecrest, and they were all the rich kids, and so they finally beat them at state. Yeah, I didn't find it. I didn't see a Pinecrest, but yeah. Julia Masterman, I think, is our Pinecrest. Mm-hmm. Sounding so, school. <laughs> yeah. After five rounds of gameplay. Julia Masterman is unsurprisingly in the lead with a score mm. of 16.5 points. Wow. Miami Jackson is not too far behind with 15, but three other schools are also close behind with 14 and a half points. Wow. So 16 and a half, 15, 14 and a half, separating mm-hmm. our first, second, and third places at this point. But round six is when Miami Jackson kicks it into gear winning on three of their boards 
two of those being from Roddy and Gilbert Luna, and drawing on the other. So they get a half point as well. Mm -hmm. Julia Masterman, unfortunately, suffers two losses this round. A draw on board three and just one win on board four. This brings our two competitors, or our two competing schools, to an even 18 points as they head into the final round. Mm-hmm. All the while, two other schools are still just a half a point away from the leaders. Ooh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. So we got 18, 18, and then two 17 and a halves behind wow. them. Our final round sees not just the schools face off, but Marcel and Haryutun as well. Both players come into this last game with a perfect 7-0 record for the day. I just lied to you. Both players come <laughs> into this last game with a perfect 6-0 record for the day. Wow. They won every single game. Yeah. It's master versus master. And yep. the tension is thick. Yeah. In the final round, Roddy and Gilbert both reach draws on their boards. So we get a half a point each. Okay. Cedric Roundtree wins his board. Mm-hmm. And the Miami Jackson team is at 20 points. Good job, Julia, Cedric. Mm-hmm. Julia Masterman's team is sitting at 21 points, which means Marcel has to win his game for his school to be able to call themselves champions. Yes. Yes. So. So they're at what? They're at 20 points. And, and the other school's at 21. Okay. So he has to win for them to even have a chance at... He can't do a draw. He can't do a draw. He either yeah. wins and ties it or it's nothing. Mm-hmm. So back to board one where our masters are facing off. The time is ticking and it's looking like a sudden death situation when Marcel makes his move and brings home the point. Locking in Miami Jackson at 21 points. Mm-hmm. And he beats that guy. He beats the guy. He is the he's the champion. The Marcel new is champion. the champion. Marcel is your national new champion. champion. He's the new national champion. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The schools do end up tying, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they're declared co-champions. Okay. Technically. Got Does it. Does that happen in the movie? Um, Marcel wins and then very quickly credits roll. Okay, they didn't really need to talk show... about the fact that this is a dual win. Yeah. Okay. But it was really like Marcel won. He was the champion and then yeah. the two teams won. Correct. Marcel was quite successful after his high school chess career because mm. he becomes the U.S. Junior National Chess Champion in 1999. So. Wow. Next year. Yep. And he ties for first in the U.S. Chess Open in 2004 as well. And he now teaches chess to kids in Florida who have gone on to win in state and national championships themselves. Yeah, he's going to be doing that all his life. Chess is what he's meant to do. Correct. Roddy went to Miami Dodd College and made and captained his own chess team. Oh, I love that. He surprised one of his professors by showing up to her office one day with a trophy letting her know that the school now has a chess team and she was the advisor. Oh, and we already won something. Boom. <laughs> Champion chess team. Wow. It Amazing. was difficult to find like information on the others as a lot of these men don't have social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them also either are chess coaches or they're living their lives. Yeah. And, and they um, were just part of one really awesome moment in history and yeah. now they're just like regular yes. people. Yeah, and that moment in history was the first time an inner city school had won the national chess championships. Wow. So they did make history. And that is the story of the 1998 Miami Jackson high school chess team. Wow. They won it all. Technically, they they shared it, but Marcel won it all. Yeah, Marcel won. That's amazing. (laughs) Do I need to learn chess? Yes, please. <laughs> I'm serious about getting us a chess app. Okay. If you receive some weird notification that's like, Zach wants to play chess with you, just it's accept real. it, okay? okay? It's real. Okay. It's not spam. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, so based bias or BS, this yes. movie, so something, a big part 
of the movie was really hitting home the inner city part of what you just said. Sure. So there was a lot of like, Ida, one of the boys, had a lot of struggling between having to spend his time like doing these chess championships and competitions that wouldn't earn him any money yeah. and doing stuff that would give money to his family right? or like having to sell drugs or work overnight, stuff like that. So a lot of times it kind of, it was really hitting home how hard the boys had to work to even get to like the state championship where they had to sell chocolate bars to raise money and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They did have to have a candy Mm. sale. I saw that. Okay. In order to get to And they did a big, um, car wash too that got them a lot of money yeah the schools really weren't like funding them to get to these championships at all not at all not at all um a lot of it seemed really true i know it's like hard to find real conversations and real relationships between people especially like high schoolers on a chess team what are they going to like talk to the press about and stuff exactly i did see an article with the director of the movie and i think she either director not director writer writer producer and she said that she worked with the boys on the movie like she met them as soon as she saw the article and was interested in writing this movie so they did have input in the movie as well yeah the end of the movie it goes like Marcel wins and then we go to credits pretty fast. And then as the credits roll, it shows footage of the real men mm. now or in 2020 um, when the movie came out. And it seemed like footage that was filmed for the movie. Like they were asking sure. them. It was like interview style and you got to see them talk a little bit. Oh, about, cool. Um, yeah, being on the team and the hardships that they had to go through. That's awesome. Yeah. But you get to it see was, the real people. Yeah. Yeah. But it was weird because it was like the real people, but they were also 40 years older, right. however much. Yeah. So they were all grown men. It was a very good movie. I really liked it. And it was one of those good. movies that didn't, it could have been a lot longer and it wasn't. And they okay. knew, they knew what they you knew wanted what to, to watch and they got okay. it all concisely Great. told. Love that. So I would really say that it's based. Great. I love that for us. I love it. And I love to hear this story of just like people wanting to play chess so much that they can like rise out of their community. Right. Not out of their community, but. Yeah. And as you were watching it, were you, as someone who understood chess, were you like aware that they were actually playing chess and making moves? Or did you think it was just like. You know, my knowledge of chess, even though you acted very, uh, very impressed, is pretty low. And they were saying, they were saying like, do the Scandinavian defense, Scandinavian defense. And like saying things like that. And the the king's gambit, use the king's gambit. And I was like, yeah, most thing I know is the queen's gambit and that's on Netflix. So I don't know. Did you like queen's gambit? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I feel like I remembered knowing that about you because I did this movie. It was like recommended if you like Queen's Gambit, you'll love. So I was like, mm. I feel as though this is a safe choice for Decker if Well, it may Yeah, this movie definitely made me think of parts of that TV show, especially when it was with Marcel and he was doing his blind um yeah. chess and the way that mm. she would see the chess boards on the ceiling, it was kind of similar to that. Mm. I, I guess that's just part of it because it's really just 64 squares. There's only so many combinations right. that can and it's happen. Start so you the just same start way. to picture like it's the, the same path setup that all every the time. Are yeah. Going. And then you're trying to anticipate what your opponent might do in response. Mhm. Which that is just too much for me. Yeah, no. I'm a reactive type person like as things come to me then like, I'll I'm like not going to plan out the no. pieces of the I yeah, need no. you to do... S- yeah, no. No. I'm glad that you picked this movie. Brush up on my chess knowledge a little bit so I can take you down over All the right. app. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, I'm a well, fast learner. <laughs> you better be. We're going to post some pictures from today's episode, too, yes. on our Instagram with our new title, Based Bias BS, BS, on Instagram. And you'll see pictures from the movie and the real life people side by yep. side. Yes, indeed. And um, if you want to know what we're watching next week, well, what yes. should we be watching, Mr. Decker? Next week. Mm-hmm. We're going back to my roots. Back okay, to where I like to call Chicago, home. Are you sending me to Chicago or are you sending me to crime? Because your roots have two meanings these days. <laughs> <laughs> and today's roots are rooted in crime. I know. Well, next it. week's roots. All right. Tell me my okay, roots. Okay, so next week, I'm interested to see if you've watched it. You will be watching the film Gone Girl. I haven't, but I have been <gasps> interested in. Okay. Okay. I haven't. Was this a book ever? Yes, it was possible i read book. some of this book okay okay but yeah, not all based on the book not but all the book is well, I'll keep, never mind Shh. i'll keep it to myself That's just be open-minded my mind is open <sighs> as always oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> i'd love to hear it and okay. i will see you next week for all of that can't wait i can't wait either i can't wait more than you Stop competing with me. God. I'm better at you than chess. I'm better at you than not being able to wait more. I'm better. At being tall. I'm better at having a mustache. I'm better at having glasses. Better at being four years old. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, you are. You can have that. I don't want that one. <laughs> I certainly don't want that one. I'm better at saying uh, goodbye. Yeah, adios already. <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Bye. They're gonna tell you if it's based bias Or is it BS Based bias Or is it BS Based bias Is it BS I'm full. I just go fast.